Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. Thanks for tuning in. Ham Talk Live will be on the air shortly. Please stand by. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For cables, connectors, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And buy the ham station. Get your new radio or antenna by calling 800-729-4373 or go to hamstation.com. It's ham radio. everyone it's ham talk live episode number 69 the hamvention wrap up recorded live on thursday june 15th 2017 i am your host neil rap wb9 vpg thanks for tuning in to this episode of ham talk live tonight we're joined once again by michael Coulter, whci the official spokesperson for the dayton hamvention to talk about how the first year went at the new location and the changes being made for next year. And we'll take your calls live in just a few minutes. Well, last week on the show, Bryant Rascal, KG5HVO, was here to talk about his CW operations. And if you missed that or any other show, you can always go to hamtalklive.com and pull it up there or on any of the podcast outlets like Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Google Play, TuneIn, or SoundCloud, and we're also over on YouTube. But I have an update. Uh, Speaking of of last week's show, uh, I had asked Bryant on the show if his parents were going to get licensed. And Bryant said, uh, well, there's a one-day class coming up soon, and Mom's talking about maybe going. Well, very pleased to report that Bryant's mom, Lauren Rascal, did indeed attend that class. And, yes, she passed her technician exam. So congratulations to Lauren, uh, better known to us at the moment, at least, as... uh, Bryant's mom. (laughs) So uh, congratulations on becoming a ham. Her new call sign is KG5TQO. And uh, she uh, mentioned to me in an email that the Hamvention experience is what put her on board trying for her license. So great uh, story there. Uh, that uh, she got her license, and uh, Bryant's already scheming multi-multi-contesting uh, with mom. So <laughs> we'll uh, look forward to uh, seeing how that turns out. Uh, also this week, um, just for fun, I pic- posted a picture of Flat Hammy. So we've got a, a cutout version of Hammy the mascot. 
Um, so print out your copy of Flat Hammy if you want to and uh, send us a picture with him from anywhere you go this summer. Maybe it's a, a ham fest, field day, club meeting, vacation, sporting event, you name it. And um, all the instructions are on the page. You can send it in by social media or email or whatever. And if you don't have any social media, you can find it on the schedule page. If you go to hamtalklive.com, click on the schedule page at the top. There's a link there for shirts. And then right next to it, there's a link for uh, Flat Hammy. So check that out if you want to, and we'll have some fun with that. Well, uh, we're going to talk to Michael here in just a moment. So get your questions ready to go about Hamvention and uh after we talk about a few things, you can give us a call at 812-NET-HAM-1. That's 812-638-4261. And we've got some issues with Skype. We're trying to work them out. We finally got a hold of some people at Skype, and, and we're trying to work it out. So uh, we won't be able to take any Skype calls tonight. Uh, you'll have to call the phone number, 812 812- Six three eight four two six one, but you can tweet us also. Uh, our Twitter handle is at Ham Talk Live. So I'll be back with Michael right after this word from Tower Electronics right here on Ham Talk Live. This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you in part by Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics has been the Ham's dime store since 1978. When you need connectors, mobile and handheld antennas, cables, or adapters, visit Scott or Jill at a HamFest near you. Or you can order online at pl-259.com or call 920-435-2973. Stock up on those supplies like PL-259 and end connectors, SMA adapters, audio cables, soldering supplies, mobile antennas, and ham sticks. Their silver-plated end connectors are even used on the International Space Station. Tower Electronics carries MFJ, Comet, Daiwa, OPEC, Workman, and Hampro products. And don't miss their 0% off sale going on now. Tower Electronics online at pl-259.com. Proud to sponsor this episode of Ham Talk Live. At Ham Talk Live, we use commercial breaks to debate where the seeds for seedless watermelons come from. Now, Here's Neil Rapp with more Ham Talk Live. Thanks again to Tower Electronics. Scott and Jill, they're there for you to bring you Ham Talk Live. And if you missed them at Hamvention, you can see them this weekend in Monroe, Michigan on June 18th. And July 8th, they'll be in Oak Creek, Wisconsin. Or you can call them at 920-435-2973. Or visit their website at pl-259.com. Tell them you heard it on Ham Talk Live. Ham Talk Live is on the air every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time right here at hamtalklive.com. Or you can catch us uh, later on the podcasting outlets and on the website. Michael Coulter, WHCI, is the official spokesperson of the Dayton Hamvention and the treasurer of the Dayton Amateur Radio Association. He's been kind enough to be on the show several times lately, and so he is back to tell us how everything went. So, Michael, welcome to Ham Talk Live. Hey, it's good to be back here, Neil. Appreciate what you're doing for uh, Amateur Radio, and appreciate to get uh, uh, yet another opportunity to uh, discuss Hamvention. 
Yeah, so we're going to wrap things up here a little bit, pardon the pun. And uh, I know that you've got uh, some traveling coming up. You're going to be uh, heading off uh, to Germany here soon uh, and uh, talk about Hamvention there and some others. So before we dive into the questions here, why don't you, you tell us what you've got coming up there in the travel plans? Well, there's a team of us that are going to um, go to Friedrichshafen in um, um, middle of July. Looking forward to that. And, uh, yeah, I get to be a speaker there. And uh, we'll be talking about Hamvention and things that are going on with with our club, Dayton Amateur Radio Association. So that's always an honor. That is a great, great event, uh, Friedrichshafen. And um, we simply uh, enjoy hanging out with our friends there from the DARC. And if you've never been to Friedrichshafen, it's an absolutely beautiful <laughs> location, a beautiful place. Then uh, shortly after that, we'll be heading to um, <clears throat> Huntsville and uh, see our friends down in Huntsville. And uh, <clears throat> I think that's sometime in August. I can't remember the dates. And then after that, uh, we're packing our bags and we're headed to Japan to um, the Japan radio event and uh, talk about Hamvention over there, and people are always uh, fascinated to hear about uh, amateur radio in this country and Hamvention. So we uh, we're marketing all that. It's important. We we're an international event, being Hamvention, and we like to uh, talk about it all over the world. Very good. Well, first, let me congratulate um, you, Dara, the Green County Fairground staff. Uh, the public safety officers and, and the over 600 volunteers uh, that pulled off Hamvention in just under nine months at a totally new facility. Um, it's just a monumental task, and I congratulate you totally on uh, the event and appreciate all the work that went into it. And uh, we're looking forward to some uh, attendance numbers here in a little bit. Is that right? Yeah, I have the attendance numbers, but we can. That's not important, but we can get to it toward the end of the program okay. if you're interested. I, I I am definitely <laughs> interested, so we'll talk about that here in a little bit. So, um, well, there were some issues that that came up, but you know, I think things went pretty well, and and your volunteers they they were everywhere. They were they were. Uh, in the parking lots. In fact, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't mention this one. Um, we can talk about the the parking thing in here in a little bit. But there was a guy on a megaphone, set you know with instructions. <laughs> there was a volunteer sitting out there with a megaphone, uh, trying to help people uh, get around. And, and you know, you guys did a fabulous job. Yeah, I can't, I can't really. Uh, I can't really convey to. I can't hardly convey the gratitude that we all have for 657 volunteers, you know, that, that put on Hambention. Nobody got paid anything. I mean, we had to, you know, give donations to, or not had to, but we did it. People that helped park and, and we had to, um, um, you know, make, make sure that we had good fire and EMS. But beyond that, um, our, our club members, from all over the world came and volunteered and with good attitudes, trying their heart out to make it a really good event. And, and I'll tell you why they do that, why we do that. 
because it's not my event. It's not Ron Kramer, who is our general chairman, or Jack Gerbs, our assistant, or any of the committee chairs. Everybody's working to make this happen because we love amateur radio, and we do see amateur radio, ham mention, as an important uh, pillar. And I want to mention this. I get a lot of uh, emails of information, and and people are welcome to uh, email me their ideas and concerns, uh, whatever they want to send, because I pass it on to the correct people. But I received one uh, one email that particularly moved me, and it was the fact that they really so appreciated that Hambenchen continued on and that it was at a, a better location in their mind that it even got them much more excited about the hobby than they had been for a long time. And so with that, we've begun to do our job a little bit in Hambenchen because uh, we want that to happen. We want more, more interest, and then we want to give back to the uh, amateur radio community, which I think uh, people see that we do that. Absolutely, and then we've got success stories like like Lauren that, you know, that was what put her over the top to encourage her to, hey, maybe I better give this a try. Yeah, that's just great. I I, I quickly got a chance to, uh, well, well, when I was at the uh, contest university, I was a a speaker in the morning and uh, when it started and, and welcomed people to the event, but Bryant was up there with me, and I thought that that was pretty uh, pretty great and i believe he's going to be attending the uh <clears throat> the dave calter memorial de expedition uh, for youth at my brother my brother and don dubon and 6jrl um started some years back and uh, you know my brother passed on of cancer and i, I sure miss him <laughs> and if he's listening i hey brother david so <laughs> but go ahead yeah I, I i know how that's going i've uh in fact, uh, today, again, uh, last two shows, I've been uh, running back from my dad's. He's uh, just been diagnosed with leukemia here recently, and so oh, we're trying to, to trying to make all those preparations for nursing homes and all that kind of thing, and so uh, been kind of running around. So we, uh, we appreciate the, uh, the remembrance of your brother and, and that Youth D expedition to where these kids like uh, Bryant can go and, and like uh, Ruth did and um, the, some of the Lee girls were able to, to go on uh, on a real D expedition. It's, it's just a pretty cool thing. Right. Yeah, it is. Wonderful thing. But once again, I can't tell you how much I appreciate all of our volunteers and, uh, you know, Ron, Ron Kramer and Jack Herbs, their leadership, and uh, our DARE board, <clears throat> everybody's working as a team. And the uh, one other thing I want to mention before we get too far along is that um, we all, um, all the people that run these big radio events, the, the, the group down in, um, <clears throat> in uh, Huntsville, the group in Germany, uh, the Orlando team, and almost any other um, ham fest, big ham fest event, or even a smaller one, we all are partners in this, and there's no, we don't consider it competition. We want to see everybody succeed because if we're such a small community right now, that if we all work together in the spirit of amateur radio, it's, uh, it's really going to be, it's just going to do nothing but get greater. And, and just to further on top of that is, um, you know, the spirit, the real spirit of amateur radio and hamvention or any of these events, these belong to all of us. When you're at Hambenchen, 
you're you're really a member of it. So and and um, so we appreciate the feedback. We appreciate the help and uh, and hope that everybody enjoys it. <laughs> Go ahead. With oh yeah, I, I I totally enjoyed it, and uh, you know there there were some trade offs. Uh, we were talking uh, before the show. You know a lot of things were considerably better than, than uh Hera Arena was and uh, and I, I I don't know if you've heard the Hera Arena song yet but if you haven't if you oh, haven't yeah, looked yeah. oh yeah boy she she Beautiful. absolutely Beautiful nailed song. that song but uh you know and I drove by uh Hera uh on Wednesday night on my way in and just kind of you know looked around the outside a little bit uh for old time's sake but you know just look at the place it's like wow you know um it, it, it's um such much better you know facilities um at, you know at, at green county and you know yeah there there were some things that uh, we're going to talk about a little bit that uh you know, did come up that weren't issues at, at Hera, but there were so many positive things that, uh, you know, it, it, was, a, it me, was a great time. It was just, just different. Yeah, let me hit on, hit a couple of things uh, right right away. Is that, you know, the mud, uh, you know, every, we're definitely aware of the mud situation, and um, we are already taking steps, actually, with the Affair and Expo Board, they're working together with an engineering group. We're going to get, we are going to improve that. But the tent situation, um, you know, with poor lighting and we had heavy winds at times in the rain. And so that we've already had several discussions about the possibility. It's not a done deal, but the possibility of having a, having them build another large building, um, <clears throat> for our event next year so we can eliminate most all of the all the tents. And then, you know, we've already are trying to get more food vendors in. I'm sure we will. Um, I, and more places, more picnic tables will be staged in the uh, kind of the courtyard area. Um, so people have better places to sit. And, you know, of course, we had the bleachers there as well. But we still seem to fill everything all the time um, because it was a – you know, oh, the attendance um, number. Yeah, well, we'll get to that. But it was uh, a bigger number than we've seen in a while. And um, uh, the the sound in the forum rooms, you know, we we are uh, really aware of all these things. In for example, we talked to them a lot about the noisy fans in some of the buildings that we got to get those things taken care of. And they, they're already working on them. They're already getting, getting that done now. And believe me we we've already had a wrap-up meeting with all the committee members and it the wrap-up meeting was basically the meeting critique meeting and so the critique meeting is over and then we're going to move from that and then we're already doing planning for next year but get into it even heavier um ordering online should be easier because we'll have things already laid out and we'll be able to you know learn from our issues we had to download so many things into our computerized um into our computer system so we could sell the boost and that meant having kind of cad cam layouts of of the um the uh, flea market area as well as inside exhibit area so all that being said it should be it will be not should be it will be uh, much smoother next year and uh, committee leaders are already working on that everybody is so Hitting yeah. some of those things just right square away. So very, yeah. we're very well, excited. Yeah, well, we appreciate uh, 
appreciate you looking into those things and and doing what you can and i know some of those things you can do something about and and you know some of them uh you can't uh the national weather service didn't do their part uh you you gave them a direct order to to hold the rain off and and they didn't <laughs> they didn't come through what was up with that yeah i well i have to tell you that i live near the um, the, the weather bureau for the lower half of ohio northern kentucky and uh Eastern Indiana, and I'm a net control operator there for events, and so I'm pretty good terms with them. <laughs> and yeah, I was disappointed disappointed that um, it didn't happen. And of course, I've gotten comments. Well, you know, statistically, it always rains that weekend, but not the weekend before, <laughs> or the weekend after, and, and move it back to April. And if people remember, oh wait April, a minute, didn't God, we? we yeah, didn't we move it we from April because of the rain? <laughs> Well, because of snow and rain, so right now we're pretty much set on that that week. But um, but the weather bureau, uh, I I will tell you how they really cooperated. If you were there um, Saturday when that big storm hit, yeah, um, we gave everybody warning. We knew when it was going to hit because the weather bureau was tracking that for us. If any weather was going to hit that event, we were going to know about it, and we were able to announce it. Um, well in advance that it would be a severe thunderstorm that was coming through and it would you even were able to say what's well, going to last about 20 minutes i mean that was that was a major help and i'm glad that um you know kudos to the, the weather station for working with us and they had a booth there and um tremendous people and i hope people got to see their forum i don't think everybody did but what a great forum they had but yeah a lot of things um went wrong but uh, we learn from those things. But, you know, the traffic the first day, I know that what, it took you, what, eight hours to get there or something? <laughs> well, not quite eight, but it was about <laughs> it was two and a half on the first day, and we left an hour and a half yeah, early. Yeah. So, you know, I know. that one was. And, uh, and, um, but, it, but we met with the um, sheriff's department, the different police departments, and, and then they went off on their own with uh, – some some of the traffic engineers and they fixed it because next day saturday you know really the traffic flow uh went a whole lot better and we had um um you know as as many people if not more on saturday saturday is generally our biggest day so um um well we got that one taken care of and we've already been talking to the um sheriffs and for next year and all that went uh i think very well and we learned a lot, got it all under our belt, and even leaving the event should have been a lot better. And it, it and because um, I ended up having to leave to rush to something, and the, right after the event was over, and I thought, oh man, I might be caught in horrible traffic. They moved that traffic so well. I was very thankful and impressed. I was not late for my event. <laughs> my yeah. Event. Now, you know, you've talked about some of these things on other shows, so we're going to try to go kind of quickly through a lot of these things sure. rather than rehash sure. a lot of that. But one other right. one yeah. thing I did want to bring up on the traffic was what was the solution to the problem on Friday? What what was done differently by those public safety officers on Saturday? Well, I, I think that um, basically they were much more aggressive in making things happen. And um, I don't think that, I think there was a lot of people even coming into the 
uh, event parking people, confusion from people. Where do I go the first time? Stop here. Is it this gate or that gate? What do I need to do? People had to drill down by the second day. Plus, you know, we had um, more aggressive on the traffic lights and the stop signs and things like that. And I think even the second day, a lot more people used the offsite parking and they, and uh, I had a lot of comments like, boy, those guys knew some kind of back way we didn't know. And, and I thought to myself, well, yeah, <laughs> they're bus drivers. That's what they do for a living. And they know the area really well. So, so uh, they know it better than, yeah. So that was pretty much it on the traffic and it doesn't take a lot to pay attention to it. Just getting that flow a little bit better and keeping people moving. So, okay. Now speaking of of, putting officers where we needed them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Now speaking of flowing, uh, airflow on Friday was, was a bit of a a issue and it it was just hot. I mean, it it was just hot. Uh, but I, I believe I'm seeing something that, that that's being addressed too. So you, do you want to speak to the, to that? Yeah, uh, the county commissioners have already promised us that they're going to put, and this is truly the name of the company. It's the Big Ass Fan Company. And they In Lexington, huge. Kentucky. Okay. Well, I have been by there. I have been by there many times. <laughs> we'll be installing those as well. They're, they run very quietly, and they run, and they push an amazing amount of air. And all the uh, air handling units, I guess we... When we were checking the place out, we made sure that, you know, they, they went through and fixed all the leaks and everything. But I never really noticed the noise um, on from, from a few of the uh, blowers and, and air handlers. So we'll take care of that as well because certainly want to have better airflow. And once you get, um, you know, a lot of the uh, booths in there and some of the booths re- really built up well and um, some of them can cause a little bit of an airflow restriction uh, so but I, I will say another on a positive note um i think the internet was very very good there i don't know if you used it but it was we had a lot of kudos on how well the internet worked and that was a lot of throwing things together at the last minute i mean you can't believe you know there was a lot of questions well what's this going to be like and what's that going to be like and we couldn't answer some of the questions because you know, we pretty much wanted to speak with real data, you know, real answers. And and once we got that Internet in and really working, plus we even had a backup, we were thrilled at that. So, because, Yeah, I was know, able to get on and do live updates on my phone with only one time that I had any issue at all and I couldn't get on at all. Um, and I waited a few minutes and then all of a sudden I was right back on again. So I was able to do live streaming video, which takes, you know, quite a bit of bandwidth, uh, without any hangups. Yeah. Yeah. Let me talk a little bit about that is that, um, Tim Duffy, um, who's been a real supporter of Hamvention, as you know, as you are, he told me, he said, you know what? I used to work in that business. I know these engineers, I'm going to call and let them know to come out and check it. And evidently they did. And whatever they did, we didn't get cell phone complaints. I mean, it depends on what your, who your carrier was, but generally the major carriers were fine. No problem at all. I was very impressed with that. I was very worried about it. Yeah. But, uh, it ended up being great. So, um, and now I'm telling you, Neil, the food will be better 
the food was great this year, but it'll be better. We want to have more of them, shorter lines, um, more of that. I love that kind of the the uh, mom and pop, you know, family um, farm food that uh, we were able to gather this year, and uh, we'll be more of that next year as well. Yeah, so. I had I had the bourbon chicken, like Tim Duffy said, I, I had the bourbon chicken, um, and uh, <laughs> I had a uh, grilled chicken wrap from one of the other places on the other day, and it was, it was great. You know, the only thing I said, you know, were the lines, but like you said, you know, you're getting some more um to, you know hopefully to to come in and and i think it was well worth the wait because it was um it was pretty good stuff and and you know a, a lot of choices that that weren't there previously but here here's my one nitpicky thing and you know what i'm going to say the the ham fest tradition was missing the cheesecake on a stick. It, I, I never found the cheesecake on a stick. Now you've got this, you've got this whole, um, what's the word I'm looking for? This whole group of, of, of fans of cheesecake on a stick at Dayton and, and, and they weren't there. So can we, can we work on that one? Uh, I'm not going to promise that one. <laughs> <laughs> I am not going to promise that one. I'll, I'll take a look at it. But, um, I mean, that was, that was, you know, the always thing, you know, the cheat, you know, you, you, every time you walk by, it's cheesecake on a stick and you're like, what? Cheesecake on a stick. Yeah. And I, I only got it once, but you know, it was just a tradition. You always went by the cheesecake on a stick. And I know, I know there, there's this, there's a group of people out there. I've, I've talked to many of them that are like, okay, but we got to have our cheesecake on the stick back. So I don't know. We may, we may have to check into that one. You're the, so you're the first one. You're the first person that told me that. So, okay. I mean, absolutely. Okay. First, so, so well, I know, well, I know, people, I know Jill, people, I know like Jill that. Combs and Joe Eisenberg will chime in on that one, but, but, uh, uh there, okay. there's some others, <laughs> okay. but, uh, now, by the way, by oh, the way, yeah, did you see ahead. Joe's? Uh, Joe did a really good video. Yes, he did two, yeah. two very good videos so far, and uh, we posted those on our social media too. Uh, good, very good. good, very good shows. Um, okay, well, we're going to finish up with just a couple of things here. Uh, we, we, you know, parking. Uh, I, I read a new news story from WHIO television that, you know, those were soccer fields and we kind of left the soccer fields in a mess, but you know, that's typical for, for some big event that, that parks on the grass. And I remember you saying that, that Dara had already purchased a, a roller before all of that. Um, so how bad, how bad was, was it? And, um, what what condition are they in now and uh you know or have they been able to to get things kind of back the way they were or or, or and or better of course they jumped on it nearly right away and um county commissioners taking care of it you know we did buy them a big roller for the for them in the eventuality something like that might happen and uh, actually roll the fields prior to the event and <clears throat> And now they'll, they'll continue to roll the fields, but they're going to also look at ways to prevent um, some of the uh, ruts. 
But I'll tell you, I, I have a, a real nice fifth wheeler that I was able to ha, ha, have out there, and it became kind of a, a center of, <laughs> of where things were happening, you know, one of our little hidden away offices. But, um, man, I was laying there sleeping on um, Saturday morning thinking, oh, man, this rain is unreal. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. it just kept coming and coming and coming. So, uh, but we, uh, you know, went went through it anyway. So, um, are you still there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And one, la- one last thing, and then we're going to get into the calls. So, uh, get get ready to call in. I know we've already had one person try. Uh, so get ready to call in here in just a minute. We're getting ready to, uh, to go to the call in segment, but, uh, t- give us a little report on the offsite, uh, parking. Uh, I know that was uh, a bit of a later ad, um, to the plans, but how did that go? And are you looking at any modifications to the offsite parking next time? Yeah, absolutely. We're looking at modifications of how we would do that. You know, you have to re- remember that all these things happened in a very short period of time. And along with that, you know, then you have to get certificates of insurance. You have to make sure everything's approved. A lot of people don't realize what goes on, <laughs> put on a, an event like this and make sure that we had busing set up and how that busing was going to work, where the buses would go, how we would communicate with that. But, uh, um, I had reports that all of them went well. There was one that wasn't used much, and that was actually at Young's Dairy up north of um, uh, north of Xenia, just up 68, and um, had more people use that. And those people got in very quickly, for the most part, from what I heard. But uh, you know, I'm I'm I'll take any feedback people have on how the busing went for them. But I, most of what I heard was, yeah, we jumped on a bus and it worked out great. So and we're also looking at possibly a, 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 um, a more, um, a better, like a will call area. Say if you're riding a bus, but you bought something big old piece and you want to hold it somewhere until you're ready to leave and uh, how we could help with that a little bit more. I, I heard that and we're, we're looking at ways to do that. You know, the refinements, I think. To make it better sure very good well again uh congratulations to the whole staff the volunteers all the uh, groups that uh helped out with this and and make it a, a great event and everybody's been asking okay do you have an official count do you have an official count so do you have an official count yeah, I do, but let's kind of take the phone calls first, and I'll kind of wrap up with that official oh, account. How would that okay, be? all right, okay, we'll do that. <laughs> well, here's the phone number, 812-NET-HAM-1, 812-638-4261 to call in, or you can tweet us. Again, uh, Skype is, is not cooperating tonight, so use the phone. Don't use Skype just for tonight. Hopefully by next week, Skype will... Uh, will have us fixed. Uh, but um, until then, f- f- sit and, uh, if I can talk, 812-638-4261, 812-638-4261, or you can tweet us at HamTalkLive. So uh, I know we've got a couple of tweets. We had somebody trying to call, so let's see what we got. 
K2HAT says gravel will help the roads make them roads and cheesecake on a stick. Never tried it at Hera Arena. So, okay, uh, I uh, guess uh, my cheesecake uh, on a stick uh, thing didn't go anywhere. Um, well, no, that's only one no vote. That's only one. Oh, okay. One vote, so. okay. <laughs> um, oh, we've got a we've got a call here. So let's go ahead and do that. Hello, who's this? Okay, uh, I guess my cheesecake on a stick thing didn't go anywhere. Uh, oh, well, oh, turn Hello. turn your sound down, please. Yeah, right, you're get, down. you're getting the delay there. All right, who's this? Uh, my name's Jim, and um, my call's W A A S D F. All right, Jim, thanks for hey, calling Jim. in. What's uh, yeah, what's I'm your question right. for okay. Michael <laughs> or your comment? Well, I got a question about the flea market. Are you guys going to try to do something about? Since they now know where people are going to drive their cars, put gravel or some crushed stone of some sort down, so it doesn't turn into a mud pit. Well, we're gonna we're gonna put so much water on it so that it'll we'll keep keep it muddy so we can wear it down completely to you know the clay. <laughs> no, seriously, the uh, I was kind of kidding, but we are going to work on that. That was uh, we were very disappointed. I was personally very disappointed because. Um, uh, that infield has a re- actually a very good drainage system. However, it could not cope with the amount of rain, the inches of rain that we actually got. We have a roller in there, and the the fair board, ex- an expo board, they're already on top of this with an engineering group trying to figure out the best ways to um, 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 make those roads stronger so we don't have all that mud. Definitely, we're on it. I don't have the definitive answer right now, but they're definitely working on it. We don't want that to happen again. Well, I mean, where people weren't driving their vehicles in the motorized uh, uh, wheelchair stuff, uh, the grass where people were just standing, it was nice. I mean, it drained away quite well. You were right about that. But it's just the mud got to the point, or the grass got chewed up to the point where, you know, yeah, it drained, but it drained into mud, you know. The, uh, right, the other, so we'll fix, we're going to fix. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I was going to make a comment about uh, the school buses and the fact that if you're trying to haul like a DX100 or you know an Apache or something really big out of the flea market back to a remote parking site, that could be a problem. I mean, the, it's not like the old uh, the buses at Hera where where they were city transit buses with big wide doors and places that you inside the bus where you can actually put stuff uh these are school buses for little kids and uh you know so my thought would well, be to that, have yeah to uh, i mean you got tickets with barcodes on them scan the barcode print a ticket slap it on the whatever the piece of, of equipment you're going to have and route it out on a truck to to the remote site and put, put someone out there in a tent and park the stuff there and then you know match up the your ticket with the uh with the equipment when you get there to take it home uh you I, know. I like the idea um we are definitely aware of that um in the short period of time we couldn't get to that level of refinement on moving that kind of equipment well but you didn't been, know that it was one of the top things are <laughs> I mean, no but know. i mean just bringing in go ahead i mean it was a class act putting putting uh uh, all those carts out in the flea market to haul stuff back to your car, you know that was that was a brilliant idea, you know. Uh, 
you know, we use we utilized that a few times, and uh, you know, you just flag somebody down that was driving up and down the flea market and say, hey, I gotta come over here and I gotta put this stuff, you know, back in the car, and you drive out and they help you dump it in the car and, you know, you're you're free to go again, you know. That was a great idea. Well, we that, need that to work on the well. we need to work on how to do it on the buses better. I agree, or have you know like um, if you're taking a bus, how we can even have a, a holding area for that. I, I we are looking at all of those things, Jim. Um, but overall, let me ask you a question: Did you enjoy the hamvention at all? Was it? Oh, absolutely. Okay? Uh, my first hamvention okay. was in 1966, the morning after okay. my senior prom. <laughs> oh wow! You just verbal so, you just verbally carbon dated yourself. I think. Yeah. yeah well, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm not worried about that anymore. No. Uh, me other, neither. One, I'm with you. Okay. One other one other suggestion that just came to my mind. Uh, obviously, you can't open the thing at eight o'clock because people have horses out there, and for whatever reason, uh, and you may want to comment on the situation with that, but. While people are standing out there in the cold, especially on Saturday morning, uh, what would have been great would have been a bunch of food trucks serving hot coffee, not to mention the fact that it's another profit center for the for DARA uh, or the group or whatever, but it was freezing cold out there Saturday morning, and you know you guys could have sold out a billion gallons of hot coffee while people were waiting to get in. Well, that's it. You know, we thought about that. You know, what can we do to make the whole experience better? Um, and this is the first time, as you know, I'm not trying to make excuses, oh, but I to know. actually say this was the issue. I really appreciate that. And feel free to drop me an email, too, with these points. So I'll, I'll pass them on to, our, to the team. So, yeah. Well, very good. Like it was a really, really, really good hamvention. And anyone who's thinking about going next year, go. Um, Thanks, it, Jim. it was it was funny to see uh, some of the videos on YouTube for people who've never been there before, and prior to the, the hamvention, they were you know worried about this and worried about that, and you know <laughs> my comments were you have no clue what you're going to get into, <laughs> and, and and then they got you know then the video afterwards was the guy standing there going I'm so overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for calling in, Jim. We're going to have to move along here. We're just about out of time. But thanks a lot. We appreciate it. Great work. Great work. All right. Michael, we're we're down to the the final minute here. So uh, if if you're going to give out those, uh, we're out of time. We're out of time. I've got more. I've got tweets like crazy here, uh, so we'll have to try to address the tweets here in a little bit. But we are out of time, so I want to get that number in. So maybe I need a, a twenty-nine thousand. Okay. No, I'll go ahead. Quiet. No, I, I don't have one. So go ahead. <laughs> twenty-nine thousand two hundred ninety-six. So we were shooting for 30,000, didn't quite make it. Hopefully next well, year we'll that's that Very close. Very good. You uh, you put on, and and the volunteers put on a show for those 29,000 plus, and uh, we really appreciate all that you've done. And thanks for coming on the show and sharing with us and taking calls and taking these 
uh, questions tonight. Really appreciate it, Michael, um, and we'll, well have you back. Yeah, thanks, Neil. We appreciate um, we at uh, Dara and Hamvention certainly appreciate your support, your support for us plus for Amateur Radio um, all together. So once again, that number that everybody's been asking about twenty nine thousand two hundred ninety six. All right. (laughs) There you have it. So thanks again, Michael. And that is a wrap for this week's episode of Ham Talk Live. Thanks to Michael Coulter, WHCI, and everyone out there in cyberspace for listening and calling in. And next Thursday night at 9 p.m., Sean Kutzko, KX9X, will be here to take your field day questions. So he's the former contest branch manager and currently uh, the uh, public relations person at ARRL. He's going to take your field day rule questions and other questions. So if you have any last-second questions, make sure you tune in next Thursday night. And hamtalklive.com has a list of all of those. So 7375, and may the good DX be yours.